Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. I'm your host, Malini Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Before we talk about today's show, I would like to say thank you to all my guests who have been featured on the Gladiatrix podcast to date. I have a dream. There are 193 countries in the United Nations, and I have a dream that I can host at least one woman from every country in the world on this podcast. That is 193 countries, 193 stories, on 193 shows. So if you know of somebody who should be featured on the show, please drop me a note. I would really appreciate it. In today's episode, we're speaking with Terry Lynn Phillips. Terry started her business because she had to put food on the table. Fast forward 40 years, and she's still going strong. From administrative assistant to virtual assistant. Today, Terry runs a successful business. She's also passionate about speaking to young budding entrepreneurs about running a successful business. And she's also the host of the podcast Chaos, Create Habits and Outstanding Success. This is her story. Hey, Terilyn, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining the show today. I'm really excited to talk to you about your journey. Girl, you've done so many things. I'm really, really excited f- uh, for the audience to listen to uh, your story. Thank you so much. I am honored to be here. And yes, I've been a busy bee, but I've had 60 years to do it. So yeah, I, I would love to share and um, inspire people to continue to do the hard stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So, so tell me a little bit more about yourself. You know, so the idea is to, you know, so people know where you started and where you are today. So what was it like for you growing up? You know, where were you, uh, you know, how were your siblings? You know, what, what did you want to do when you grew up? You know, how, how did, how did that, how did all that happen? <laughs> uh, fortunately, uh, I was an only child. Unfortunately, I was an only child. Okay. <laughs> I say that because as an only child, you're supposed to get all of the attention and all of the benefits of being a kid. Mm-hmm. But I was born to child parents who mm-hmm. were not yet finished sowing their oats, as they say. Uh-huh. So I okay. spent a lot of time alone, uh, but I, I learned to rely on myself. I grew up a Washingtonian and uh, I couldn't go outside and play unless I had family at home. And since they were home, I did a lot of reading, a lot Mm -hmm. of writing. I uh, had ballet dance every Saturday and piano dance, piano class every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So I had quite a few hobbies to keep me busy Mm -hmm. and learn to enjoy being alone. Mm 
Mm-hmm. That that was the best part is that uh, as I've grown through the years, I have learned how to manage the hard stuff, mm-hmm. mostly alone. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it, it was hard for me for many, many years to mm-hmm. ask for help. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. I did learn to ask for help, mm-hmm. my whole world opened up. Mm. Yeah, so, I don't think I don't think we realize the um, the power of of asking for help, right? We all assume that we can do it all, and it's it's a sign of weakness for asking for help. When actually, it's a sign of strength. I just didn't know how. I didn't know that that was a thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I was blessed with a bonus sister. Eighteen years later, mm-hmm. and my kids grew up with my bonus sister mm-hmm. because I was a child parent also. Mm-hmm. But because my stepmother was just a few years older than me, mm-hmm. I. I gained a best friend mm-hmm. who helped me raise my kids better as well as watch my bonus sister grow better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it kind of all turns and all the benefits kind of gain, they, they kind of join together as you grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So, so growing up, I mean, you did piano lessons and, and you did ballet. And so was there like an expectation of, you know, that you need to be somebody when you grow up or did you have anything like that? Or you just kind of went with the flow? I think my mom wanted me to be a prima ballerina and a mm-hmm. concert pianist, mm-hmm. but I turned into a virtual <laughs> assistant instead. <laughs> Next best thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got into, I, I went to a training school and got into becoming an administrative assistant over mm-hmm. 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that has been a following for me, uh, mm-hmm. a place that I've always landed very easily. Mm-hmm. My natural instinct of being OCD, a perfectionist, mm-hmm. and an analyst mm-hmm. has helped me with being a virtual assistant and leveling my clients up to another level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, um, so growing up, you were by yourself for the most part. So who, did you have like grandparents or who are your role models? Or you didn't even know what they were until much later when you, you know, you had your stepmother and your bonus sister. Is that when things started to open up and, you know, you got to see a little bit more of the world and understand a lot more things? Absolutely. My grandparents were not instrumental in my life. I knew, knew them Mm-hmm. But lost the lost my grandmother, who was my favorite early in the early age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my bonus mother, she became my best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we were close in age. She lives a very authentic life mm-hmm. as a mother, a wife, and an occupational therapist. Mm-hmm. You can imagine she has become an angel from heaven for many people. Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky my father pursued her, even mm-hmm. though they have a lar- large age gap and mm-hmm. married her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my role model is my bonus mother. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really cool that, you know, somebody came into your life when you needed it and she was able to help you through the hard stuff, right? Oh, all the time. Uh, she never tried to be my mother, but she was always, and when mm-hmm. I say a friend, mm-hmm. a real friend for mm-hmm. me. So you you mentioned that um, you know you went to school so that you could become an administrative assistant, and 
Um, so you're, you're currently a business owner. You do, you do, um, you know, your virtual assistant and you decide how much time you want to spend on, you know, so, so tell me a little bit more about that journey. I mean, what was the hardest thing or what was the easiest thing for you going into being for a virtual me, assistant for you know, me coming the, for me, the trial, the trial and tribulation that threw me into business as a virtual assistant, well, administrative assistant at the mm-hmm. time. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I say, I've been doing, I've had my business since uh, 1979. Wow. <laughs> Girl, you're, you're, you're a legend in your field. <laughs> yeah, in 1983, I suddenly lost my husband and was left with teenage children. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out how to manage my teenage children, which at that time I knew I could not leave alone mm-hmm. and still put food on the table, clothes mm-hmm. on their back. And I... Mm-hmm roof over their head. Mm -hmm. I had been introduced to what was a new term for me, which was networking. Mm -hmm. My mother introduced me to BNI. Mm -hmm. And I do have to say my mother is one of my best friends Mm -hmm. that came at a later time in my life that we became really good friends. Mm -hmm. She introduced me to BNI and I got a few people that I was doing uh, task for on the side. When I suddenly lost my husband, I decided I needed to do that full time. So I what is, what is BNI? It is a networking group that meets at like seven in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> once a week and they exchange referrals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they are still around. Uh, they're probably virtual now, but they're still around. They've been around for decades. Mm-hmm. But I decided I needed to make money fast. So I opened up a business 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I have a book that has the diagram of what my business looked like in my living room, mm-hmm. which was half for the kids and half for my office. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of figure fit it in when you're a parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people actually became clients. I went to their office, cleaned their office, organized their office, Mm -hmm. did chores. I even ended up with a councilwoman, Helen Mm -hmm. Holton in Mm -hmm. Baltimore Mm -hmm. City Hall, that I went to her office in City Hall Mm -hmm. and cleaned her office, assisted her assistant, and then went to her home Mm -hmm. office Mm -hmm. and cleaned her accounting office. And that's how my business got built back Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. because it was an emergency. And, you know, I had to kick in and I did. That was the hardest thing to go from a stay-at-home mom to a full-time business owner. I guess it was just a question of survival, right? It was, and it wasn't a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to survive. Right. Uh, you know, you, yep. you had to do the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the easiest thing for you was, was because of your OCD, did you say like the, just the organization part just came naturally to you? So it was just a natural thing for you to just go into that? Um, or did your mom kind of tell you, you know, maybe this is good for you? Did you have to think about what you were going to do? Or this is something that just like, like, I think this is the best thing, you know, how, how did, how did that decision come about as to what you were going to do? That was easy. Uh, I became an Amway distributor and at our meetings, I had created a system where all of my paperwork was ready to go when I got there. So Mm -hmm. I got 
to enjoy the social part of our meetings, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more of it than most people. And they notice that, you know, how do you get your paperwork so organized? How do you get your system in place? And that's when I learned my gift of organization. Mm -hmm. And I got I got clients as an Amway distributor doing Mm -hmm. their paperwork. And Mm -hmm. so they got to socialize Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes natural. One of my favorite things to do is file, Mm. which, you know, most Most people people hate. Right. (laughs) They're like, oh my God, not file. (laughs) Filing is a a quiet time for me. Filing Mm -hmm. it because I need to organize. I have a a craving to organize. Mm that is a calming thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I recall spending the night at a friend's house and we were organizing her new home. Mm -hmm. She went to bed. We went to bed at like, she went to bed at like 5.30 in the morning. And Mm -hmm. when she woke up later on that morning, I had organized her pantry, which is like five levels. Oh my goodness. I was, it was so breathtaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like washing dishes for some people, you know, the sound of the water and then, and then continuous motion. It's like, it's just like, you don't have to think you just do. Right. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was crazy excited. She didn't know whether to curse me out or whether to <laughs> hug and kiss me. <laughs> but she's learned since then that that's, something that I really, really enjoy. And she Mm -hmm. really enjoy having it done. So Mm -hmm. she has me do her office from time to time, even now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she lives off the water. She lives off of a lake, Mm -hmm. facing a golf course. And there's birds and fish and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. what could be better? Right, right. Yeah, actually, this is a skill. And I and I think there are lots of people who are really good at organizing. And there, and there are lots of people like me, who are terrible, who can't even <laughs> you can't, I can't see in lines. And you know, it's, but I love planning, you know, I love putting things in an Excel spreadsheet, but trying to ask me to organize a closet or I'm like, I'm like a total disaster. So <laughs> I can, see, I, I could totally see the value, you know, of somebody who's like, super organized, because that really does help just you know, thinking and doing things. So you, you save a lot of time looking for things, right? I, yeah, you do. And I love to create systems. My problem is it's hard for me to do one system for everyone because mm-hmm. I'm not general. I'm specific. Right. specific. Okay. And so I do systems created for individuals mm-hmm. to help them function better. I'm mm-hmm. better at that than I am just doing one whole system and saying here this works for everybody which Mm -hmm. I don't really believe that Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. of the reasons why I fell in love with being a keep certified partner Mm -hmm. because their system is so customizable Mm -hmm. and it's so user friendly Mm -hmm. that when I put the system together for an individual it really fits their characteristics okay so what is that can you talk a little bit more about that what is that Keep is a customer relations management system Mm -hmm. that also does uh, campaigns and sequences and it it helps you with your funnels. So it helps you market and sell your business as well as keep you organized because it has a mobile app that connects to the desktop 
app for -hmm. your task, your appointments. It uh, manages your contacts. So, you know, when you send a text from your mobile app, Mm -hmm. then it keeps track of your text. You send an email, it keeps track of your emails. So when you open that person's contacts, all the communication, all the automation that you've applied to that one contact Mm -hmm. is there Mm -hmm. and it does it in the background for you. Ah, gotcha. Okay. And it's spelled K-E-A-P, keep. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So so you've been doing this for a while, but now I also saw that you are very heavily engaged in Toastmasters. So how did that, how did that start? (laughs) How did that come about? I actually grew up with Toastmasters. My mother was a Toastmaster for many, 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 many years. I don't even know how long. I want to say 20 years. Mm-hmm. And when I decided I wanted to share my lifelong knowledge and experience, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how to come from behind the curtain as a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. And Toastmasters is a phenomenal company. Mm-hmm. They create paths for speaking. Mm-hmm. And you choose your path. I chose leadership and presentation. Mm -hmm. And so you speak along that path as Mm -hmm. well as having mentors that help you along the path. They also give you a chance to use your skills by becoming officers and uh, utilizing roles within the meetings. Mm -hmm. I was even president. I'm currently club secretary. Mm-hmm. I was one of the first triple crown communicators in the organization, mm-hmm. which means that you had to meet a certain amount of levels in mm-hmm. your past mm-hmm. in order to become a triple crown, crown communication, mm-hmm. commu- a triple crown communicator. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I won my first, I won a first place club international speaking contest. That's awesome. And as you know, I'm now a seasoned speaker and I have my own podcast. Right. On right. Podcast and 16 other podcast directories. It's exciting. Oh my gosh. I know. I, and I love the name. I love it's called chaos, but it actually stands for create habits and outstanding success. Right. Exactly. It, it talks about uh, it's it's like your podcast. Mm-hmm. It talks about the trials and tribulations, but I also have them talk about the habits that they created mm-hmm. that contribute to their outstanding success. That is awesome. So how did uh, so was it was that was this uh, the podcast come about because of your engagement with Toastmasters, or how did how did you decide that this is something you wanted to do? How did that start? Uh, I've been following Pat. Lynn mm-hmm. for about 10 years and he's a podcaster mm-hmm. just like so, me that's how we connected if I remember correctly oh right from, <laughs> from Pat that course was wonderful yep and I didn't know how to become a podcaster so when he offered the the lesson the course mm-hmm. I took the course and found out how easy it was mm-hmm. to become a podcaster And I wanted to get more resources to business owners that they could relate to and show them Mm -hmm. how we all have challenges that contribute to our success. Mm. So you started that this year? Is that when you started? I did. I started in May. Okay. 
And I love being international. How about you? <laughs> oh, me too. I love the fact there are people from all over the world that are listening to the show. It's Isn't like that exciting. Yes. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's like having your own radio show, but not a radio, but it's a podcast. And this is awesome. And people can listen to it anytime, anywhere, on any device, you know, anywhere in the world. I, I think is phenomenal. It's just the, the power of technology, right? And the power right. of the of this of voice and being able to communicate and influence other people. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, um, so um, going back to your because uh, you, you said you've been in business for almost what you know forty years. Yeah, forty years. Uh, seventy nine, eighty three. So. And and you have kind of, you know, morphed along with however the changes in the times before you was more, you know, administrative assistant where you would go to their offices and help out. Now, of course, virtual assistant, because that's what, you know, that's a lot of what most people do. And you don't even have to be there and you can help them out with a lot of, of things. So for somebody who wants to become a virtual assistant in this day and age, what advice would you give them? I would tell them to go to my website and sign up for the free course to get started. Okay. Because you need to know if you have the mindset, you need to know what the tools and equipment are. Mm -hmm. You need to know what the challenges are. Mm -hmm. And taking that free course will help you understand whether you are virtual assistant material because everybody can't be a virtual assistant. Right. Right. But that course will help you. Uh, it's a quiz that you take mm-hmm. and a course and it's free. Mm, cool. And we'll put a link in that in the, in the show notes <laughs> so that people can go right there and, and check it out. Okay. Um, if they do have the mindset and they decide, you know, and they think that, yes, they, they're qualified and they have the right um, frame of mind for it. What are some of the other things that you would tell them? You know, well, they need to have their system set up. They mm-hmm. need to have all their contracts set up. They need to have uh, their branding. They need to let people know that they're uh, offering services. Mm-hmm. They need to know what their specializations are because all virtual assistants don't do all things. Mm. Important, very important. Right. There are marketing sales, virtual assistants like I am. Then there are research assistants. I mean, the gamut of assistants are out there. Mm-hmm. So you need to know what you like to do because you're there are going to be some clients that you're going to have to say no to. And that's mm-hmm. the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you need to know what you're really good at because your reputation precedes you as a virtual assistant. Yeah. My yeah. business is 90% referral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your reputation is what's going to carry you and what's going to get your clients. Yep. I do hear stories about they just, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just going to get a VA. And then it's like, okay. They just assume that a VA is just going to do everything for you. You know, it's like, no, there certain people will only do certain things because you want a certain, a particular task to be completed. And if you don't have the time, then you need to get somebody who knows exactly what to do versus just hand it over to somebody and say, take care of it. That doesn't always, that that's not how it's going to work, right? One of the great things about being in the business as long as I have been in the business mm-hmm. is I have a plethora of resources. Mm-hmm. So 
So if I'm not going to do it, I can find someone who can do it. And I Mm -hmm. usually ask you what your budget is for it Mm -hmm. so I can find you the right person for the right price. That's awesome. I think that's that's very key because people don't realize, you know, what's good, what's bad, what's high, what's low, you know, what's acceptable. Um, So, no, that's really good. Asking about the budget because I don't think people think about it. Well, again, you have to know the right resources mm-hmm. because your reputation is in is, is you know a part of that. Mm-hmm. If you give someone a resource and it's a disaster, then it you know it puts a stain on your reputation. So you really have to know your resources. Mm. Yep, I think that's super super important. So now you've been in business for a very long time. I mean. You know, that's commendable. You're a, you're a minority business owner. You know, you've had your share of challenges. So thinking about that, you know, as a minority a woman business owner, what would you tell other women of color about getting into business? What kind of, what kind of advice would you give them? Networking. As a, minor, as a minority, it's harder to get noticed as an expert mm-hmm. without people getting to know you. Mm-hmm. So you need to network and help people become successful. Uh, and that's the way you become an expert that is known, loved, and trusted. And mm-hmm. we all know those are the keys. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you need a plumber, you think of someone who can tell you a good plumber. Right. When you need an electrician, you think of someone who can tell you. I mean, you will go to other resources, but if you have someone who can refer Bar, mm-hmm. a good electrician, you'll go with that person all the time. time right, right. So as a minority, it's even more important to network mm-hmm. and have people get to know you. Right. And the best way for them to get to know you is to work with you mm-hmm. either as a client mm-hmm. or as a partner. Mm-hmm. That's very important. You need to work with people as a, as a partner or client before you get to, you know, to know them, right? Yes. Yes. You got to know, love, and trust. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, know, and trust. That's right. Mm-hmm. So looking back, you know, knowing what you know now, is there anything you would have changed about yourself? Or is there anything you would have told your younger self? I am proud of my journey because it has had its trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of my journey. But I think I would have told my younger self to be less fearful mm. of what might happen mm-hmm. and understand that we are a community mm-hmm. that loves to work together. Uh A lot of times that fear would stifle my movement. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until later in life that I learned that when my movement stifles, Mm -hmm. I stifle my client's Mm. progress. Okay. That's interesting. So you just have to keep moving forward and don't look back. Mm. When those opportunities knock, don't ignore them. Yeah. Slam that door open and go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, grab them with both hands and run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is great. I and I think um, that resonates a lot with me too because you know I'm, I'm I'm in perpetual state of fear. It's like what if what if what if? I think learning to 
not listen to that voice and just, you know, when you see the opportunity, grab it both hands and run. I think that is a great, that is a great piece of advice. I think a lot of people can resonate with that. So thank you, Carolyn. I really, really appreciate your, um, you know, coming on the show and giving your expert advice. I know there are a lot of people who are looking for virtual assistance. So I know I know where to point them because you can, if you don't, if you don't do it, you know who to give them to, right? Or get them to. So that is really, really cool. So thank you so much for being on the show and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe. And if you love the show, please leave a review. Just remember, you could be one story away from being inspired.